25 lighters on the dresser. Yes, sir. Got to get paid, paid, paid. I got 25 lighters on the dresser. Yes, sir. Got to get paid, paid, paid. I got 25 lighters on the dresser. Yes, sir. Got to get paid, paid, paid. I got 25 lighters on the dresser. Yes, sir. Hey guys, my name is Eli. And it's Nico. Uh, welcome back to episode four, Two Mo's and a Mic. Damn, episode four? Episode four already. You're doing that shit. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, well, thank you guys for listening to our last couple podcasts and like hitting us up, telling us how much you guys appreciate it or, I don't know, just feedback or whatever. I know we got to talk All to a couple of you guys. Really yeah, we talked to a couple of you guys and... Like, I don't know. It just it just helps a lot um, knowing what we did well and what we did, what we could work on. So thank you guys. Keep it up. Um, and then also, if you guys enjoyed our podcast, be sure to, I don't know, maybe shout us out on Instagram if you're feeling generous or share with a friend at least, you know. Yeah. Um, and stick around for the end of the podcast. We're going to be talking about a march we're involved in um this upcoming week and i'm sure a lot of you all would be interested in attending so yeah um and then right before we get into it shout out to our good friend jamie she started an instagram page called youth for black lives so it's youth the number four black lives all one word on instagram and so it's an instagram account dedicated to um youth activists sharing and providing resources so it's just that whole um in that whole idea of community you know helping one another one one and each each other out you know or one another yeah, out. sharing information yeah making sure everybody's up to date on whatever is happening this is probably what she's going to be focusing on so make sure to check her out all right mm-hmm. and then without further ado here's today's episode all right so to get us started today um i think nico's gonna go over some global news like we usually do so what do we got going yeah. on nico all right a lot happening in the world right now so if you all don't know um the U.S. pulled out uh, of their relationship with the WHO, the, the World Health Organization. Um, and, you know, that's Trump for you. And Brazil now is threatening to quit the, the World, Health, World Health Organization because of an ideological bias, supposedly, that they have. Keep in mind, Brazilian, Brazil's president, uh, Bolsonaro, is, like, ten times worse than Trump. Like, even in Brazil, like... In, yeah. in South America, he's considered, like, terrible. He, you know, he's super far right wing. Uh-huh. And not just because of that. He's, you know, had a bunch of violation of human rights. Um, and ironically, they're also another country that's having a hard time with COVID. So I guess that shows you. And they have, um, they criticized the World Health Organization for suspending the trials of hydroxychloroquine, which y'all might remember from what Trump was touting as Isn't that the, the vaccine. Kills you, though? Sorry? Isn't, doesn't that, like, make you more sick? Or, like, doesn't that, like... Nah, I mean, they're, they're all stupid. Like, okay. <laughs> they're all super stupid. But, yeah. So he's he's basically following Trump, and they're both idiots. But, yeah, that's that. That's Sorry, bad. Brazil. <laughs> I feel really bad for y'all, and I feel bad for us. Um, in other news, uh, France has made it, or Macron has made it, um, has shown that he supports the, the one country, two system for Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. Um, today marks the the one year anniversary of, uh, protests in Hong Kong. So pretty, pretty big, um, statement there from the French president. Wait, let me, let me 
what is your what is your thought on that, bro? Because like, fool, like they're they they've been really protesting like every day for a year. Like, what are yeah. we on? Like, what week two maybe? My, oh yeah. My question is to the to the listeners: Are y'all down to are y'all down with the movement? Like, if this takes like over a whole year, like, are y'all still gonna be out there? Like that's just that's the type of commitment that we'll need for real, for mm. real. And we need that commitment in the in the voting booth too. Yeah, agreed. You know, y'all y'all people need to understand that nothing's gonna change until we vote. You know, mayors, council members. It's not just about the president, bro. Because Trump does do a lot of dumb shit, but it's not just him. Like mm-hmm. he has, you know, there's a lot of people in power that are corrupt and doing terrible shit. And you know, as citizens we need to start being more aware of that and we've been we've chosen to be ignorant i think yeah for a very long time yeah that that that's yeah. also like that's like i mean you can like people start choosing to be ignorant like this whole black lives matter movement like if you if you're one of those people who's like oh this doesn't concern me or i'm not black so i don't really care that's yeah. just that's just you for like wanting to be ignorant because at this point it's impossible to see what's happening like it's you know there's even black people that have been like you know it's not you know i i know black people that have been like it's it's not happening to me so why should i yeah and those those are the worst type of black people um Mm -hmm. anyway what do we call those people eli (laughs) (laughs) okay but anyway let's keep it moving so let's talk about the national reforms that we are seeing um yeah, so with like, so I know we talked about this whole uh, Minneapolis uh, disbanding their police department, and then also like we're seeing budget cuts from a bunch of uh, police departments all across the country, and then now we now we have this uh, we have a reform that's that's being like I don't know introduced into Congress, right? Yeah, it's, it's being so the U.S. Democrats are, are introducing legislation essentially. To, to reform police. And it's kind of ignoring, and, and Muriel Bowser did this too when she was talking on mm-hmm. CNN not too long ago, you know, trying to talk to people and, um, you know, explain what people mean when they say defund the police. Yeah. It's not reform of the police, it's defund the police. That's yeah. what we're saying. It's, it's not, like, give them less. It's not for y'all to interpret it. Yeah. Like we're saying. Okay, but, okay, so, but this is, so the bill that they are, that they're introducing. They said it would make it easier to prosecute police, so we we'd have we we'd hear so hopefully in the future, and this is saying like that that maybe that police killings do continue to happen, which I mean unfortunately they probably will, but like they said in the in the in the future it'd be easier to prosecute police officers for misconduct. They'd be banning chokeholds, um, so we can't so we wouldn't have this whole I can't breathe situation in the first place, um, and then they said they then they said the bill would also address racism. What does that look like, though? See, what does that look like? You know, we can we can take Minneapolis because they've tried hard, or you know, they said they've tried hard to you know change their ways and reform their policing system. Like they made pledges because they they've they've had a lot of problems recently with mm-hmm. police brutality, and it's not it's not been Dorfeld. They have a history of it, mm-hmm. and you know they they've been saying and they've been that they've been trying to reform and you know diversity and inclusion training stuff like that but we still see this yeah so what does that say for america you know when we're going you know anywhere in the small towns when they're going to introduce this reform bill what is that really going to mean like people just going to change 
Like the, the they're not changing the policing system at the core. They're trying to make tweaks to it. Yeah. But you know, but like, we can get into that later. But no, yeah. But like, I think we already talked about that like a couple episodes ago. But like, like I just think like I think we came to oh, at least I came to consent to the consensus that the police the police like departments all across the all across the whole country. I think they're they're beyond a point of saving them. You know, like yeah. It's like it's like we we've already we we've already we've gotten to the point where like. Or we can't we can't keep going back to the same point of every time a black person dies, we 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 teach them another another skill to use or another way to to not kill yeah. black people, you know? Because it's like obviously that's not working working, you know? Like you're you're not gonna have these police officers having their held being their hands being held every time they're out, I don't know, on the job or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, and that's the that goes back to the point of, do you, can you like people choosing to be ignorant? Like there's and, and, you can you can get people information, but there's nothing that says that they will. That they will you that they will do the right thing thing with that information. There's nothing that says that, and I think yeah. that's like that goes. It comes back to that same problem. So and, like, you know, one other thing that's just like has done because we we're on the extreme of everything. A lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of like like in training, just training of police officers, it takes less hours, you know, to become a to become a police officer than it does to become like a hairdresser or a manicurist. Crazy. Like in some states. And in most states it's less than like a barber. Yeah, it it, it it's absolutely ridiculous. And in and, and a lot of countries it, it you need training. Like you need two years of training, three or like a three year degree Facts. to become a police officer. You know, a lot of a lot of police officers unfortunately are people who needed a job and you know who knows mm-hmm. who knows what they were doing before but it's what they needed and they you know they can come out there with a high school diploma mm-hmm. and then like some 20 weeks of training and then they're a police officer they're yeah. handed a gun and that that shit's ridiculous and a license to kill and a but license yeah. to kill no yeah um i say bro, just just like defund the police departments like is yeah stop trying to reform them Stop giving them money. Like you have to stop feeding into that corrupt system. Like as long as you keep feeding, it's gonna keep growing. Um, I don't know. That's kind of like my main point there. Um, I see we were talking about, or we we plan to talk about the eleven thousand Americans that were arrested this week from protesting. So I know, like, I just saw. I literally just had my phone open, saw a picture. Like, the police really decided to, or they like they they really decided to arrest eleven thousand Americans, but. They refused to arrest Breonna Taylor's killers, you know? Yeah. That's wild. That's, that's, like, that's yeah. really wild. They're really trying us right now. That, that's really but wild. But all that shows y'all is we got to keep on fighting. But Simple as that. But then that, that, then that makes me think, though, like, what are we, a fucking joke, though? Like, What you mean? Like, you, they'd, really, they'd really rather arrest thousands of Americans than arrest a murderer. Oh no, because, that doesn't make us a joke. That makes them a joke. Well, yeah, but like it's just that's it, that's still like where you get that's still where I don't know. I just get frustrated because it's like, do you not hear me? Like you don't you don't you don't you don't hear my opinion, or at least my voice doesn't count or whatever. You yeah. Know? Um, and then that just kind of like brings up the whole point of of why people are saying like defund the police. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what do you what do you what do you have to say about that? Well, you know, as I was saying before, a lot of people. And and a lot of people in government don't really know what um, protesters are calling for when they say defund the police. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not for reform of police, you know, because 
they've tried that and it doesn't work. You know, the system itself is what's corrupt. It's not, you know, the the itty bitty people that you see, like the 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 police officers that you see in some obscure town. Like they're not the ones. You know, they might be racist, but they're not the ones that fall for the system. Like, we have to go to the top with this and dismantle it completely, you know. And when we say that, we come from a place where we know police aren't allies. You know, they started off, they were, they were made to, you know, combat slave uprisings, you know, indigenous people's freedoms and, like, strikes. Right? They were just done to combat the masses calling for more rights, essentially. So they were bullies, anyway. Yeah, okay. I mean, you know, they're, they're state operators meant to oppress the people. That's essentially what they were made for and what they remain to be today, you know, and, and they're ineffective at too. Like, they only solve 22% of violent crimes and 7% of property crimes. Like, Damn. you're going to tell me that's an effective system when we're, in, when we're we have the largest incarceration. Damn. But in I didn't even know that number. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, and they're like super expensive too, like, especially for large cities, bro. Like, we spend so much money, like, like militarization of the police systems. Like, we spend billions of dollars on, like, drones, tanks, and all types of BS. Like, that money could be going to communities, like, to, yeah. to deal with the actual problems that are happening. Like, there's places, like, you know, the, the whole COVID-19 thing showed us all the disparities in health. You know, in edu- you know, even in education, like, just mm-hmm. knowing about COVID-19 and what its effects are, like, I'm sure, like, as it was coming and as we were, a lot of people, like, started learning about stuff like that in school, like, a lot of people didn't get that information at all. Like, there's, there's a lot of things that that happened before and during the COVID-19, you know, pandemic that showed the disparities within our society. And that could be addressed with, you know, giving, allocating more monies to, allocating more money to communities and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, I know that, like here in DC, um, there's like we we have so many food deserts. Like the like wards seven yeah. and eight. Like, like it's just like most of those wards are food. Like are are considered food deserts. And it's in yeah. the like and the thinking about that is so disturbing because the majority, like the the the, the majority of, of the people living in wards seven and eight are black people. And like yeah. the fact that you have that many like that many residents of a city living in in places where they just where they just don't have access to to like to food like to actual yeah. food like i'm not talking to about quality like, stuff yeah i'm Especially not talking about like hot cheetos and arizona i see i'm talking about like like freaking like lettuce tomatoes i don't know like <laughs> you said lettuce and bread <laughs> or i don't know like lunch no, meats or yeah, something you know like like but it it's just like crazy like like you guys yeah like cities would rather really Make sure that they have their police officers walking around the walking around the city with like tanks and the newest gun or whatever or the newest visor on their helmet. But they, and, but, you know, but they they rather have their they rather have their their they rather have the people living there fucking eating bags of chips for for their fucking I don't yeah. know, lunch or whatever. It's just fucked up. For sure, and you know that goes into the point of how like we we know that poverty, you know leads to a lot of crime like just yeah. not having the same resources leads to you know double the rate of victimization for people so like mm-hmm. you're you you're not 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 necessarily you're getting caught for more things but you're getting blamed for a lot of more things like like cops are looking for you and once you have a criminal record you know yeah, for something sucks. that you may or may not have done 
it's hard. You can't. You basically can't get a job. And if you're black, you know, it's, it's kind of over for you. <laughs> yeah. So the only life you really got is this streets. Mm-hmm. And that, that shit is ridiculous, you know. And it it's it's so interesting to me that people hadn't realized that. Like, people's first instinct was to say black people are lesser, and that's scary. Or no, my favorite one. My favorite one is is. Black people like being in the ghetto. Like they are, like yeah. they 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 chose to be there. They choose to live like that way. Black people choose to be part of gangs and, and yeah, and they chose to be part of that life. They chose like that's just incorrect, fool. Like we we like black people were put there. Like yeah. first off, to say that black people chose any of this is just is just a lie because I'm pretty sure the first black people that even were in America, they didn't even choose to be here in the first place. <laughs> So how we choose anything? Yeah. How we choose to live in the ghetto if we didn't even choose to be here in the first place? That's just um, yeah, yeah. I, and, I, and I'd I'd like to address that like that whole conversation because I've heard a lot talk about how you know I, from black people. Kanye West notably said this as well that um, African Americans use slavery as a crutch. You know when That's we're completely true. healed, and it's so much more. You know saying that makes you sound so ignorant because you're just denying like hundreds of years of history for one and you're also denying like the like the just the the systematic effects that slavery left on america like like you you like they're you're i I just i feel like people are joking when they when they're like i don't know slavery was so long ago like it shouldn't matter now like bro what yeah it's I, I, I wonder sometimes, bro, like, we were we really born in, like, this dumb of a country? Like, are people, like, what, what do people learn in school? Fool, I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> imagine, like, growing up in, like, no no shade to Mississippi or anything, but, like, imagine growing up in Mississippi, bro. Like, I know this one person who's about to go to school with me next year, and she was just like, yeah, our education system is so dumb. What's homeostasis? And I was like, Damn. Really? Homeostasis? <laughs> what? I mean, you know, yeah, no shade, but it's like, how do you, how does America expect to grow when, you know, you're not funding education systems? Like, we're continuously defunding education, like, continuously, and continuously, you know, funding more our policing systems. Hey, conspiracy like, theory, right here. You know how yeah. history repeats itself, right? Mm-hmm. They're trying to they're trying to keep the youth uneducated about the history so it keeps on repeating itself. Because the only way for history not to repeat itself is to learn from it. It's to learn what happened, what mistakes did they make, how do we not make these same mistakes? Yeah. By keeping by 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 making youth dumb, I don't know, it's easier for it to repeat itself. And we've but all seen this story me... played out though, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we've all seen this story. You you know you know what's about to happen. Like, unfortunately, white people will be the will be the victors and then minorities will, will be dealt the short end of the stick. I don't know. That's what, that's what I disagree with. Like, you know, I'm a little bit more optimistic about it because I, I see, you know, coming from D.C., we live in a bubble and a majority of us are very liberal and, yeah. you know, liberal speaking and outspoken about it. Yeah. But there's definitely something different about this generation, you know. A lot of us are smarter than our parents by now. Like, not not you know not us in general, but not us in specific. I mean, but in general, like we know a lot more, we research a lot more, and we check our ourselves a lot more. Like, yeah, I think we're not as. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, go ahead. 
blissfully ignorant. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I think there's a lot more self-reflecting and um, for like kids our age. But I also think, bro, it, it's 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 definitely just specific to DC though. Cause like thinking about it, like like I'm like I'm just like thinking about like all these like different like types of white kids I'm going to school next year, and I'm like. Yeah. Fool, they're Bro, tell, tell, tell them where you're going to school. Like, I don't I'm, about to go to, I'm about to go to the uh, illustrious UW Madison. Um, yes, sir. Like, nah. But I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of worried though, because because it's it's a pre it's it's a, there's a there's a there's, there's a lot of um I don't know racist kids up there. Like all I've been seeing is just white kids saying yeah. the word pretty recently. So I'm like, oh, that's about to be fun. So yeah, and also I just want to say we took for I we took for granted the. Uh, the type of people that we grew up with in DC, like, like yeah. living here, like, I don't know. I, 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 the only, like, I'd say I had, I have a pretty good relationship with like all the white people I, I, I know, like, like, I, like, I know yeah, some cool ass white people, yeah, in DC, like, y'all are, yeah. shout out to all our listeners from DC, um, y'all cool, like, like most yeah, of y'all are with the movement, so I appreciate that. I'll group of DC people. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, like, it's like, there's, you can, you'll always be able to, to go somewhere and be like, tell the difference between like a regular white person and then a dc white person i don't know it's something no. different about y'all but like yeah. i appreciate it though um oh yeah i like it yeah let's For see sure. let's get back on topic right quick before we come to an end um i know we were talking about the national guard bringing coronavirus in the city um i don't know i just feel like that's just like another strike on the list with the national guard i yeah. know people a lot of people are getting upset because they're not showing their name tags or you know, um, there's no identification for these national for the National Guard, and that that raises like huge red flags for me because it's because it's like how do you know like how how, how are we going to identify one of you guys if if one if if one of you guys push another old man on the ground you know and you bust yeah. his head open who's going to be held respo- who's going to be held accountable like you can easily play the card oh well that's not my that's not me you didn't see my name well like how are we supposed to know if you're not identifying yourself how are we yeah. supposed to feel safe with the people there who are supposed to protect us aren't like, like they, they won't even tell us their names, you know, like, I don't know. They're being cowards, you know, at they, least one way to call to how you're acting. One way to call it, exactly. They, it's because, you know what, their, their worst fear is probably, they probably wake up and they're probably like, damn, it'd be wild if somebody took a picture of me and my name tags over there, my name tags on the picture. And mm-hmm. then like 50 years from now, when you see 2020 in the history books and like, their grandchild's like learning about this in school, and the grandchild's like, <laughs> the, the police grandchild's gonna be like, picture. Grandpa, you are a police? Fuck you. Like, that's probably <laughs> their biggest, like, fear, you know? Like, they're like, I don't know. Why would you Ooh, want they're, to... they're, the, the, they're the KKK, but working for the state, you know? Yeah. They cover themselves, you know, they don't let anybody know who they are, and they attack people, yeah. and especially people of color. No yeah, wonder the KKK is not still not a terrorist organization. Yeah, and Trump is trying to t- make Antifa one, which they're not even organized. Like, for this shit is. Wait, no, I think I think people are people are so reluctant on making the KKK a terrorist organization just because, fool, the KKK is is probably the most American thing you you'll ever see. Like, it's so American. Yeah, it's so American. What? Yeah, are you kidding me? That's that's the whole that's the whole like American dream right there. You know, you have like people from all different socioeconomic classes coming together, bonding over something that they hate, which is black people. (laughs) You know, like 
Like you had like you had like the police officers coming up coming out in their white garbs garbs or whatever. The doctors, the teachers and shit, you know, like yeah. um it was it's just so American like. What's more American than than watching a black person hang from a tree and I don't know, Ooh. enjoying a picnic around it. Yeah. I like I, I don't know. I so that's why I think it's so hard for America to kinda like get rid of its bond with the KKK. And you know, that can that that can apply to the Confederate flag as well. Yeah. Yeah, but um, did we talk about that? How they're making? Oh, so yeah, they're in the Navy and in Marine Corps. They're banning the display of the Confederate flag. Let us know what mm-hmm. you guys think about that because I, okay, actually, you know what, Nico? Let me ask you this: Would you go so far to to compare the Confederate flag with the with the Nazi flag? Would you? How equal are they? Um, do does one does one? Uh, I don't know. Like just. So, um, I don't. Does one does one embody more hate than the other? What's your What's your thoughts on that? Um, I I think to compare those, we have to compare how you know governments reacted to them after their use, basically. Like Correct. in Germany, you know, you you can't use it. Like they they ban Nazi paraphernalia. All that stuff is banned, like heavily banned. Like you go mm-hmm. to jail. Like you can't, you know, you can't do that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But That's here, like spoken shit, yeah. Here, you know, and it, it it's I don't it's not about freedom. Let's let's be frank. It's not about you know freedom of doing you know freedom of speech or anything like that. You're just perpetuating hate. You know, if you're living in 2020 and you still think that the Confederate flag represents anything else than hate, you're ignorant and you're racist, and that's point blank period. And I understand yeah. if you know if you were living if your family lived in the south and you know the confederate flag was a call to justice rather than a call for slavery Mm -hmm. but that doesn't erase the history and the reasons for the war like you're not living in the 1800s you're living in 2020 you know in the 2000s get your shit right so come on bro so we're banning the confederate flag as well as the nazi flag they're both no nos um yeah but also i just want to say Throw back to like throw back to when it was a trend. I don't know why people thought it was cute to go and draw Nazi flags in the bathroom or whatever. That shit was oh, not yeah. cute. That was not cute. So I don't know if your friend if your friend did that or whatever, and you're listening, or whatever. Tell them to listen to this because it's fuck you, bro. That shit's not cute, bro. Why would you even try to spread hate like that? Um, but anyway, back on <laughs> back on the list. I don't know. I just had to bam real quick. Um, I think one of the last things I want to mention is uh, Roger Goodell in the NFL. Um, Man, Roger Goodell, man. I don't even know what to say to this man. He's a punk, first of all. He's a coward. He's uh he's what I call He's a, a cold bitch. Straight yeah, like that. Basically. Yeah, he's what I call I I define him as a as a cold bitch. Um so basically he in the NFL came out with this whole new with this whole uh with this whole statement saying like we will support all NFL players who who want to peacefully protest? We think that's the way to go. That's the move, or whatever. Um, but where was he when my boy Colin Kaepernick took a knee? Right? Where was he when you had all these white coaches and even the freaking president go and bash him? And you want to talk about people doxing other people? That he literally his his reputation his reputation got ruined. He was out of a job. I mean, I don't know, man. They just mm-hmm. they kind of just ruined this whole man's career. Like he was kind of like blacklisted from the NFL. For what though? And he was easily starting material for protesting um, peacefully. For protesting what they want us to do now. Yeah. Right. Right. Funny. And so you have. And so it's like 
it's like where where I don't know, like where 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 do you draw the line? Like why what's the difference between between Colin Kaepernick doing that and then and then everybody else doing it? You know, like are they are no. they afraid that are they afraid that they'll have that they'll have too many players sit out? I mean, like if the NFL didn't notice, half of their employees are black. I mean, like yeah, like more at least half. yeah, more than half of their employees are black. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's that's just it's some hypocritical shit, bro. Like they just kind of they like they my man needs needs rep, needs reparations, bro. Because like yeah. for the NFL for the for him to for Roger Goodell to sit quietly while while Colin Kaepernick's whole career was just destroyed. And then yeah. and then and then say that he supports that his whole, supports that whole movement. I don't know. Two years later, right when when we have a video of a black man getting killed, like just trending all over the internet. Like, what does that really and, say, you know, man? Global backlash. Yeah, and global. It? Yeah, like what, you're not really down for the movement, bro. You're only like that's just that just proves to me that this man just hopped on the wave because everybody else was on it. That's not tough, man. I mean, it's been fuck Roger Goodell from the get go. Yeah, like, we Goodell's know we know what's up. He looks like fucking Slenderman, bro. Ugly. Ugly yeah, ass boy. <laughs> Ugly ass boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. That just kind of oh, pissed me and, off. And again, it's it's always fuck Daniel Dan Snyder. Yeah, uh, fuck uh, Dan uh, Snyder. Redskins owner. How much did he, he just donated a million to Trump's? Uh... It was it was an old article that um, you know it resurfaced, like you know it had well, come back around. We've been knew that. Yeah. Yeah. We already knew that. We already knew that, yeah. that he was a, that he was him 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 and Trump are slimes, good friends. Yeah. We're not with that. Um. And then I think lastly I want to bring up this point of um this point of like so are we are we the are we America so like this black lives move, movement are we the new like South African apartheid movement you know like like and I'm talking like in terms of of global recognition so like the person who brought this to me was uh, Emma Floyd so shout her out she, shout out Emma um yeah so she wanted to know like in terms of like in terms of of like all the media attention we're getting are are we kind of like the new South Africa? So like if you didn't know, back during apartheid, um, when it was getting more global recognition. So like after the whole Hector Peterson uh ordeal, like where so if you guys don't know, they shot like a eight year old, ten year old boy, like the 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 heavily militarized police in South Africa, basically like slaughtered a a, a couple kids on like live television, um. And so I think, like, I think what what she's trying to ask is, with like all this like militarized police officers in like these huge, huge large cities in America, this is all getting televised. It's being shot all over the world. Everybody's seeing it. We're we're getting all these like I don't know all these like support. We're getting all this support from from different countries all over the world. Mm-hmm. I think that's what she's saying. Like that's that's kind of like what I see the similarities between I don't know the the apartheid movement and the Black Lives Matter movement right now. Um, that's but, really interesting. Yeah. yeah, but the difference back then was that other countries in support they they don't know they 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 lobbied for for their government to sanction South Africa. Will we see that now? Like, will that? Do you think? Do you think? Do you think other countries like if there's no change in America, will other countries start to I don't know put sanctions against the U.S. to to force change in our country, or are we just simply too big? That's yeah. We're a very big powerhouse, you know, especially with such a volatile president. I think it would take a lot of courage for another country to kind of check us. I, I wish someone would check us because we need a <laughs> ego check. But, uh-huh. um, yeah, I just think of it as like checking China. Like, would we do that? 
No, we yeah. don't check China for anything. We don't check China for killing Muslims. Muslims yeah. We don't we don't check China for Hong Kong. You know, we don't check them for anything. So I don't think anybody has the type of courage to check us. You know, the Canadian president was kind of had like a little sly remark, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean he's going to do anything because Canada relies almost like very heavily on, you know, our trade with them and stuff like that. So I really don't see it. But another like, Mm -hmm. like a close, you know, something that you can see like that's interesting in between apartheid and what's happening here in America is just how like the situations are pretty different because South Africa had such a, you know, the minority was white people. It's not like they were the majority over there. Majority was people of color and, you know, Africans. But, you know, what you have here is we are the minority. Like, it, it's, we sometimes forget that black people are only like 12% of the population. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't feel like that in DC, but, you know, there's in probably in town somewhere, you know, there's people that haven't even seen an African-American person, like, or, you know, someone that's black, like, mm-hmm. just haven't had those types of interactions. But one thing that's so crazy to know, and um, our our friend and producer, Natalie, um, you know, was talking about this, is just how we have protests in all 50 states, you know, in cities that, or in towns that the black population is probably under 1%. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are still protesting. So that that's significant, you know. Yeah. Although it may seem kind of obscure what our future holds for us, that's, that's significant. And that shows change. Because before, <laughs> it was not like that. Not that, you know, white people didn't support black people ever like that. Like, you know, they were never in unison with us. But I don't, ever. I don't... But it's because, like, and I, like, I want to stress that point. It's because of the lack of, like, of education. Like, what, like, you, you really, you, you have, like, now, like, you just have, like, a bunch of white kids now just becoming more hip to, like, what's been happening. Like, it's just a lot of people just didn't know, you know? And, like, yeah, I I wouldn't blame you for that, for not knowing, because it's something that I grew up, like, having, just kind of having to know, like, my history. But like mm-hmm. I, I can't blame you with that because it's no, it's nobody's fault. It's it's the system's fault for not for not teaching, for not teaching y'all like y'all what happened. Like, like it's 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 mm-hmm. nobody's fault but the system's fault. So like that's also just one of the things that you kind of we have to address as a system if we're gonna move forward. Like we can't we can't put a little band aid over Mm-mm. over like the <laughs> we rough have part too many band aids. Yeah, like, yeah, we <laughs> fool. Not even a brand aid band would would be able to you know they, not even they would be able to to help us out. But like. People just kind of have to know, like, what happened. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah, that's, that'll probably do it for the rest of the episode. All right, y'all. We're going to wrap it up now. We appreciate y'all for listening. You know, I know this is a very long episode, but if y'all hung in there, we really appreciate it. And like we said before, any suggestions, concerns, questions, we love to hear. We love to hear y'all input. Yeah, we just love you know. talking to you guys, so. Yeah. Even if it's your mic sounded like some shit, um, we'll still we'll, we'll we still, know yeah <laughs> we, we'll take we'll still take that comment though so just let us know um, and then Nico you said you were gonna talk to us about a march or a protest yeah so we have a 2020 for Black Lives protest happening on Monday June 15th starting at 3 p.m. 
Um, you know, you, your boys, uh, two moles on a mic, will be speaking. Separate so, acts. Separate acts. Separate acts. Separate acts. Separate acts. And I'm just um, keep and it I'll, nice and short, some, though. Some more uh, youth activists will be speaking as well. So encourage y'all to come. Um, for 2020 people, for 2020 graduates, um, mass uh, the cap and gown is encouraged. So if you want to show out with your cap and gown, show off that you graduated, we'd love to see it. You know, this is for unity, y'all. Like, we try and get together, class of 2020, show yeah. that care. Yeah, so, love to see y'all there. And y'all got to bring your mask. You have to bring your mask. Don't get your mask. We're not trying to get the Rona. Not at um, all. And we start at Lincoln Memorial, and it's going to end at Black Lives Matter Plaza. Like, that sounds kind of tough, yeah. though. I'm not going to lie. We're about to be marching. Yeah. So, so, come out, support, um, join the movement, you know, walk with your classmates. Time to catch up. We haven't seen each other in a long time. Do it while also, I don't know, just letting your voice be heard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I guess we'll see you guys next. Oh, oh. Shout, out, shout out Ashley Chung and Isabel Mejia for, you know, organizing. Yeah, shout out Ashley Chung and Isabel Mejia. They they really, like, stepped up and, like, low-key, people aren't even hip, but they got this whole thing started. So shout them out. Um, And yeah, so if we, I think we'll have another episode this week before the protest, but if not, or if you don't get a chance to listen to our next episode, we hope to see you guys there. And thanks for listening to Two Mo's and the Mic. Yes, sir. Two Mo's and the Mic.